0: Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to podcast episode 29. My exclusive interview with Barbara J. Hunt, best-selling author of Forgiveness Made Easy, the revolutionary guide to moving beyond your past and truly letting go. In this exclusive interview, best-selling author Barbara J. Hunt shares wisdom about her book, Forgiveness Made Easy, the revolutionary guide to moving beyond your past and truly letting go. She has over 25 years of experience as a mentor, coach, and group facilitator. She's passionate about personal and spiritual evolution and teaches leading-edge tools, perspectives, and techniques that help to make the inner game of being human easier. She currently works as part of the core team of therapists on the UK's leading physical, mental, and emotional health and detox retreat, Vital Detox, based in southwest England, as well as in private practice with national and international clients. She is also a singer-songwriter who's released three CDs of her own songs, and her most recent single is A Song for International Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, best-selling author, mentor, coach, and singer-songwriter, Barbara
1: J. Hunt. Thank you very
0: much, Rikisha. I'm so looking forward to our conversation. Oh, I am as well. I've been so looking forward to this interview, and I know that our guests are going to be enlightened and impacted in a positive way by what it is that you have to share. And usually, before we get into the show, Barbara, I start out with an icebreaker question. So, if you could let our guests know, what are you doing in your world right now that is simply rocking your world? naturally. Okay.
1: Well, s- several things because I am blessed to live in the countryside in England and so walking in nature every day has been such a blessing and I feel so much more connected to nature just because I'm I'm listening better and probably spending more time than I would normally under these circumstances. And uh, and also I think because there's less traffic, there's more flowers in the hedgerows and the birds seem to be singing louder. And it's very beautiful for this, that part of my experience right now.
0: You have just shared one of my favorite pastimes, Barbara. I love getting out in nature, especially in walks. And like you shared that there is such a connectivity to the earth, to creation that just helps you to stay focused it's helps you to stay centered and it's also so therapeutic and healing yes yes very
1: much so very much so
0: so Barbara one of the things that really um, just drew me to you is the work that you do in the area of forgiveness and so many times I come across individuals whether it's professionally or personally, and they're just things in their lives that they just have not let go of. So can you share a little bit about the work that you do and how you can help individuals, whether it's things that they're holding on to, things that they have not let go of, how it is that you're able to
1: reach them to get beyond that place called stuck? Oh. That's a great question. I think I think sometimes one of the troubles with forgiveness is that people don't realise it's that that needs to happen. And just like you said, if you're stuck, you're not necessarily going to think that it's your resentment or your grudge or your grievance that's sticking you. And 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 my fascination actually is with. Why is it that we find it so hard to forgive? Why do we find it such a challenge? Why aren't we able to easily just let things go? you know why Why do we hold on to them and why do we struggle so much to to let things go, especially when things you know have happened in the past that were such a long time ago that really we might convince ourselves, okay, well, I don't really think about that anymore and think that we've done something similar to forgiveness, but we haven't really forgiven at all because it comes back up again. So, Mm. I I mean, I am utterly fascinated by our relationship with forgiveness, what it really means, what it doesn't mean, what are the obstacles to forgiveness and how can we we forgive? Because I I genuinely believe that we can and, and it's possible for us to forgive anything regardless of how terrible an event or incident is that it's possible if you if you want to and you get the right help that you can and and also in my experience of having supported people probably over at least 25 and not nearly 30 years supporting people with their forgiveness processing and that you know the, the process of forgiveness and the actual experience of forgiveness that I take people through in my work but I've I've I am fascinated by why some people find it very hard even when the circumstances don't look that challenging versus some people who have had the most terrible tragic circumstances but actually are able to find forgiveness relatively more easily than other people.
0: Mm. I think it's so interesting that you say that Barbara that many times when an individual comes to you They may not even realize that it is that area of forgiveness that needs to be addressed. And so when you begin to do that inner soul work with a person, do you find that there is one commonality or one specific barrier that kind of keeps the blinders on the eyes of people to really not see or is it multiple things or what have you discovered in your work?
1: Well I think it is multiple things and in my book Forgiveness Made Easy I've outlined the five biggest obstacles to forgiveness and then even beyond that, once I've outlined what all of those different five obstacles are, I still go ahead and offer even more tips <laughs> to make it easier for people, because there there are places where people get stuck are different places, for sure. Mm. And
0: so mentioning your book, um, can you let our guests know where they can actually find you on the Internet to get a hold of this resource to really um, grasp those five areas that are outlined in your book to help them to really, whether it's for their own personal life or whether it's for someone that they know, can
1: you share where they can find you on the
0: web, Barbara?
1: Yes, of course. So my my book is available online from Amazon, Amazon stores all over the UK and the world and the US and um, so all you need to do is type in forgiveness made easy and my name, which is Barbara J. Hunt, because there's, there are other books of the same title. And, um, and that, is, that is allowed. You can't um, copyright a book title. But I was I was very clear that I wanted my my book to be seen as something that I could, could help people, you know, like a manual rather than just sharing stories. Mine is a very practical book. And then also I have a website called forgivenessmadeeasy.co.uk.co.uk. And that has um, resources, including actually um, uh, more information about the book and some blogs and um, other information.
0: Great. And I find that the address for your website, Forgiveness Made Easy. And I know that you shared earlier that forgiveness is your your favorite subject. Um, it's one of the most misunderstood, underutilized, whether it's personal or spiritual development practices. Mm-hmm. You 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 also shared a little bit earlier that you said you believe that it is like a forgotten superpower. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that a little bit,
1: Barbara? sure um yes i well i think of it as a superpower because it has the potential to transform everything and i do and i do mean everything because because when you hold resentment or you haven't forgiven somebody for something you do hold the tension in your body and there have been scientific studies done to show the relationship between unresolved emotional incidents and lack of forgiveness and higher stress levels. And as everybody knows, stress can turn up in all sorts of different physical complaints like bad digestion or high blood pressure or um, a poorer immune system. And actually, I mean, at the moment, having a healthy immune system is probably one of the most essential things you can have. So if, if there was nothing else that was encouraging you to do your forgiveness work, it might be because it has physiological benefits to you. So that's just one of them. The other benefits are obvious, because they do change your relationship with the person or the people who are in your life. And, and, and I've watched this a lot where if somebody is say they've been really resenting their partner, when they do their forgiveness work, it changes the whole dynamic of the family, or when you forgive your parent, or your child, that it can it can change not just that relationship, but all the other relationships in your life because there's less tension held. And then the last but very important potential is ultimately if if you imagine that everybody took this time of quietness and reflection to do their forgiveness work on everyone that they needed to and everything that they needed to because sometimes we do need to forgive things sometimes events Mm -hmm. or um, even you know helicopters or you know there may be other you know more inanimate objects that we also need to do forgiveness work on if everyone did all of their forgiveness work then we would have a much much more peaceful cooperative loving and dare I even say it you know potentially move more towards global peace and that you can't really argue with the maths of that you know if people do their forgiveness work we could create a more peaceful world.
0: Oh yeah absolutely and you just hit on so many uh, powerful points um, in the things that you've shared and one of the things that you emphasize that there is a deep relationship, a deep connection between the emotional part of who we are when we're not uh, exercising forgiveness and how that affects our overall health. And so as you shared, harboring those things can be so detrimental. And so the ability or the opportunity To really do that internal soul work to work on the forgiveness is not only freeing for you health wise, but it is freeing for you uh, in your mind, in your soul, in every aspect of who you are. And then when you reach that area of just releasing and letting go, it not only impacts you in a powerful and a positive way, but it impacts your family those who you are connected to, impacting our communities, impacting our regions. And as you shared, it can bring about that peace on earth that we all so desperately need and seek and long for uh, on, a, on a universal level.
1: But what's, a, what's wonderful about it is that, you, that we all can do it, even though it's not necessarily going to be easy. We all have the potential to do it. We all can do it if we choose to do it, and that's and that's an amazing thing. Is that it's not like it's something that's out of reach or only available to people of certain creed or color or you know, it's just it's universally available to all of us, and it can transform our lives. And how, how it's, and it's free relatively, you know, you don't even need to buy the book, you know, you can, you know, there's there's free resources on my website, so.
0: Absolutely. And so with the work that you are doing um, with forgiveness, Barbara, how did you actually follow this pursuit or follow this path to help others to heal in those areas when it comes to forgiveness?
1: So I work, um, I have one-to-one clients, and and we do uh, work together over a series of weeks where we work through the things that they need to forgive and and for most people they may come because they know there's one person that they definitely need to forgive like their spouse or a parent or a child or a, a colleague so there's, they usually come for a particular reason but because we have complex lives often it's not just one person that you need to forgive and when I when I first came across the idea of forgiveness I was doing a personal development workshop in the 90s the very the, the early 90s and uh, they it was called um, it was called the life training at the time but they're now called more to life and they have their website mortallife.org O R G and they do personal and spiritual development programs which are wonderful and um, and they had us think about all the people that we needed to forgive and write a list. And so I decided at that point, well, I probably resent or have some kind of grudge or grievance about pretty much everybody I've ever met or had a relationship with. So I started my list and I got to 36 before I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, I've my mum down, I probably resent my mother. And the reason why that was very significant was because I discovered or realised that I had been resenting my mother for being ill because she had multiple sclerosis from when I was very young. And by the time I was in my teens, she was significantly disabled. And so I, was, I suddenly had this relationship with forgiveness where I was looking at m- my behavior, my resentment, and how, how widespread it was. I, I seemed to be, I could recognize that there were things that I needed to forgive and be forgiven for as well. That's also really important. And But it was through the whole of my life. And so when I work with people one-to-one, although we may begin with one person, often there's a network of things that need to be forgiven. And, for example, if you're forgiving your spouse, then you may need to also forgive your parents because that will have set up your emotional relationship patterns. So it's, it's often you end up doing quite a lot of... Um, associated work.
0: And so it's really digging deep and really being honest when it comes down to that um, personal work that we may have to do to go back, whether it's in our families, whether it's um, in our communities. And another area that you mentioned that I think was so important to really looking at areas in our life as a whole where we may not have forgiven, whether that's, again, a parent, a loved one. But you mentioned um, objects, that mm-hmm. if there was an object, can you kind of um, share a little bit
1: more about that, Barbara? Yes, it, it's, it's a funny thing, actually. Um, where I live is not very far away from um, uh, an air base, and they have helicopters fly over very low when they're doing their training and sometimes at night i get woken up because there's a a kind of a helicopter hovering in one of the fields nearby and for a long time I, I used to get so angry about it because I, there was nothing I could do about it. I couldn't control it. I, You know, I, I could maybe complain about the noise, but there, didn't, there wasn't anything I could do to change the situation. And I felt really angry and resentful. And eventually a friend of mine who um, is also a forgiveness coach, she was saying, well, I think you need to just put it down on your list. So because I, I keep a list of if, if I notice that I'm carrying resentment or I'm feeling reactive about something, I think, OK, maybe I need to do some work. And so I'll jot it down in the back of a notebook. And um, so I realized I needed to do some forgiveness work on the helicopters. And then very strangely, because like, I do try and practice what I preach. So I mm-hmm. did my forgiveness work following my own steps on the, on the helicopters. And then honestly and truly since then, I have been bothered so much less. Not that they come less often, although at the moment they do, but just that they, it doesn't irritate me with the same level of intensity as it did and that and that really for me is the power of forgiveness and why I want to do forgiveness because I don't want to be so hair triggered into reactivity by something that I'm resenting
0: Mm. and that's so good because even if we were to take a look at not only the personal connection but again whether it's situations or circumstances like the helicopter where we're harboring those things, and those things can tend to create a weight to where, whether we're heavy, we're carrying these things around and maybe not realizing why we're feeling disconnected or why we are feeling imbalanced. And it could very well be connected to the things that are going on around
1: us in our immediate environment. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and I also work on a retreat. Well, before COVID-19, I was working on a retreat, a residential retreat where um, we'd have groups of 22 ish people. And it was a it's a health retreat. So people are coming to lose weight, but also to do deep emotional work because there's a really wonderful, powerful combination when you do those things together. And people would, honestly, they would come because they wanted to lose weight, as in pounds. But because they were doing such deep in a, emotional work, they were realizing that the true weight that they were losing was the weight in their hearts, just as you're describing. And and I, I remember working with a woman who was in her 70s who had been abused as a child. And she said at the end of the retreat, all of that bad feeling that I was carrying in my chest has gone, Mm. and and she was feeling every day even decades later Mm. and that's so good Barbara because
0: the aches the pains that are held within the body that are due to that emotional baggage that we're carrying Those things could truly stem from that. And that example that you gave is just so beautiful because here a woman was all her life. She's lived, you know, half of of a century, 70 years old. And she had the opportunity to release that. And it was noticeable to her that that pain, that weight that she had carried all those years from her
1: childhood. She was able to let that go. Yes. And, and that was the extraordinary thing, is it's almost like the forgiveness, it will release anything, even if you think, oh, it's such a long time ago, there's no point in me doing it. You know, it's, it's almost like these things wait for our merciful attention. And when we give our merciful attention and we, it's, and, and the way I work with people is it's like a ritual. The forgiveness or even like for you know if you have a, a spiritual faith it's like a sacrament because it's it's holy work you' you're really choosing to choose mm-hmm. love and holding on to your resentment and so you are you're able to let go of anything no matter how long ago it happened there's there's a real grace to it mm. and one of the things that you
0: shared Barbara that ties in so beautifully. Um, to that is the definition of forgiveness by k bradford brown and it says forgiveness is the absolute refusal to hold ill will against someone for what they did or didn't do yes that is such a powerful definition and i'm sure that
1: you use it so much in your work Yes, yes. And, and and in fact, I, I use it it's, uh, as the first obstacle is not understanding what forgiveness is. So, so Kay Bradford Brown's definition is like the answer to how you get over that obstacle is to have a definition that works. And what I really like about it is it's, an, it's active. It's you are the one who is absolutely refusing to hold the ill will. And I love the fact that it's absolute it's not partial or conditional it's absolute refusal to hold ill will and that is absolutely in your control
0: Mm. and so being in control and making the choice to say you know I'm no longer going to hold this whatever that was against someone that harmed me hurt me abuse me even if it was something in the environment you refuse to allow that to enter into I like to say that sacred space of your heart and willingness mm-hmm. just to let that go
1: yes exactly exactly
0: and so Barbara you are located in the UK and I know with things that are going on with the coronavirus, COVID-19 in our world right now, that being in this type of situation, not only in the regions that we live in, but globally provides an opportune opportunity for individuals to work on themselves personally in a very deep, in a very real way so for our guests that are listening uh today that want to be able to work with you can you share a little bit about your services can they connect with you virtually via phone how
1: can they get in touch with you barbara yes they can they can get in touch on my website on the forgiveness website there's a little contact form and they can just send me a message. And I do work via Skype. I work internationally and have done for a long time, even before this. But, you know, Skype or Zoom also I work, work over and also the telephone, if you know, if, if you prefer. Um, so it's, it's very flexible in terms of how you can actually work with me. And um, and yeah, so if, if anyone's interested in doing one to one work, then they can just get in touch with me. And, and, you know, and also you can read the book first and see whether or not you like what I'm saying and whether or not that resonates for you, if that's a preference.
0: And can you share the title of your
1: book with our audience again, Barbara? Yes. It's called Forgiveness Made Easy. And the little strap line is The Revolutionary Guide to Moving Beyond Your Past and Truly Letting Go.
0: Outstanding. Barbara, it has truly been my pleasure to be able to host you on the show today. Are there any part of words
1: regarding forgiveness? Well, I, I would like to share my vision. So Bill Gates had a vision of a computer on every desk. I have a vision of forgiveness in every heart. And that I, I I would just like everyone to see their forgiveness as acts of amnesty for humanity. So your forgiveness matters not just to you, but for all of us. And so if you have any interest in forgiveness or that you know that there's something that you need to forgive, however secretly you've kept that, then I would just really encourage you to do your forgiveness work. Start a list, write down the names of the people and things you need to forgive and Get going. Powerful.
0: And again, Barbara, it has been my pleasure to host you on today. And I truly, truly believe in the work that you're doing. And I know that you're making a great difference. And so many lives are being transformed. They're being changed by the message of forgiveness. So Thank you so much for the work that you do. And I wish you well in all of your future endeavors.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless.
0: For health tips, faith-based education and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Rock Your World 28.